0: on everybody this is your host rob back with another episode of from my experience podcast as i said earlier this year i'm trying to be more consistent i'm trying to get more interviews for you all and today i have a very special guest i let her get away from me last year i got her partner in crime shout out to tommy i got her on the show but i could not catch up with this person and that's my fault we have scheduling conflicts And then I was just like, eh, I'll catch up with her later. But I shouldn't have did that. I should have been more aggressive. But she's on here now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have from the HBCU podcast, please make sure you go out and follow them and listen to that, the HBCU podcast. We have Miss Natasha Carter. woo
1: QB, applause (laughs) for Yes! Rob, I'm excited to be here. Like, really, it's not your fault. My schedule was all over the place, and um, I finally, I finally made it. I think you thought too that I was scared to be on your podcast. I, I did. was, I was, I just was doing the most work-wise. So
0: I'm here. And you know what? In hindsight, <laughs> looking back on the episode we did with Tommy and where our mind state was back then, you didn't need to be on our podcast with this kind of stuff we was talking about. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm telling you, this is very different But we've grown, we've matured
1: Grown, growth, that's what it's all about In 2019
0: <laughs> Alright, how is your 2019 going?
1: It's going January went by fast
0: Yeah, yeah, there was no January
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm officially starting 2019 now Because I don't even remember January But it's going well Just, you know, planning Ready to get get this year Rolling way better than the last one did.
0: Okay, so I need to pick your brain because um, As a fellow creator I always like to get other people's perspective on things and what their thought process was and some of the struggles that they went through so the HBCU podcast Uh, I believe Tommy told me that it was your brainchild
1: Yes, the HBCU podcast is my baby um it came about like right around the time where all the stuff was going on with Trump when he first um you know came on the scene and then just the whole debacle uh with Betsy DeVos and just how they were just misrepresenting what HBCUs were and she called them I think um something choice uh the pioneers of school choice or something like that and then Of course, uh, Trump didn't know much about them either. So I kept thinking to myself, if people hadn't heard of HBCUs before, then they are not doing us any justice. So we need to create something out there that's continuously uh, pushing what our graduates are doing um, beyond the popular ones that everyone always talks about, the Howards, the Hamptons, the Morehouse, like more HBCUs exist. And I wanted to really shine a light on that. And then, of course, um, as a, a president, of an alumni chapter for an HBCU, it's just always been one of the things I'm super interested and passionate about. So I always really want to raise up the alumni because sometimes people just look for us to, to give them money. Yeah. Like and that's the only time they reach out to us. And I think it's important that we continue to tell, you know, our stories, what we're doing, how we're still being, you know, productive citizens and then also encouraging like younger people to see Uh, accurate depictions of what alumni are right now because we love to use you know, W.E.B. Du Bois or uh, someone older or has passed along to be like, these are our distinguished alumni and none of us can relate so um, that's one of the other things, how the HBCU podcast came about and to date, we've had a bunch of cool people on there and I'm looking forward to having more people like yourself
0: what? Give me <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to be on there. have some interesting stories i have to, I have to tone it down a bit uh- <laughs>
1: we give a little we give a little area for you to you know share life, but then we like for you to you know share your professional life as well and how it's been in as a as an alum you know to encourage other people so
0: oh yeah i'm I'm down um your platform is definitely needed everything you said um i totally agree because some people don't understand the value and the benefits of an hbcu um it's good to be in a place centered and focused around your people quote unquote and just growing and learning together because I mean, Claflin, like, that that's family. Like, anybody Claflin, anything, if I can send a dollar your way, when you open your business, when I see your homecoming, like, it's all love. It's like one big family. I don't think I could have got that anywhere else.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Yeah, I I, I love it. So, okay, in starting this podcast, what were some of your struggles?
1: Uh, So, um... The struggles for me, it was like a lot of people when they talk about podcasting, they talk about the technical side. That wasn't my issue. Um, At Claflin, I was a mass communications major. So, you know, I did broadcast journalism and did a hosted a radio show, hosted the TV show. And I had, you know, a lot of experience with editing and have done some internships in TV and all that kind of stuff. So that wasn't my my um, drawback, it was really me and my expectations. (laughs) Uh, Yep. So I was like, I'm gonna ask this person, they're gonna say yes, this is gonna be lit. And so a lot of people that I've asked, like I asked or reached out to to be on the show, they did not come through or they initially said yes and then they backed out so for me that was one of the harder things just kind of locking down people of course I got a lot of people who were interested in being on the show as well but Mm -hmm. you had to vet people like because I started to see a lot of people just wanted to be on there to like push whatever they had going on you know And that was, I mean, that's part of it, too, because we definitely want to uplift what you're doing. But we also want you to have, like, a real vested interest in HBCUs when you come on. You know what I mean? So that was uh, the hardest part for me, just kind of getting people, like, um, I'm not going to name some of the people who I've reached out to because I will be reaching out to them again. (laughs) 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 Like, a lot of the people were kind of, like, from, the, you know, celebrities and some reached back out, some said yes, some I did, I was able to interview and then some I wasn't. But like, that was like the hardest thing for me. And then on top of that, being consistent. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I was yeah. a freelancer at the time when I started the podcast, I did have a lot more time. And I actually should have, at one point I was stacking episodes like you mentioned mm-hmm. in our prior conversation and then it just started to to roll into this snowball to where it was like okay okay we're down to like some of the last ones people have canceled trying to figure out what your content is going to look like from week to week to stay consistent so that's been the hardest part for me just nailing down people who i really want to interview and setting my expectations and staying consistent because like right now the podcast has been on a hiatus since september we had a live show the mm-hmm. live show isn't even up oh so, uh, what yeah so um okay struggle but uh in 2019 i guess some of the new ones because those were my 2018 struggles 2019 is now that i'm busier i'm i need to delegate and that's something i really need to learn how to do so yeah. i'm I say delegate, but it's going to be more like um, outsourcing because if I want to edit it, someone else is going to have to edit it if I don't have time. Um, I did all of the artwork for um, all of the episodes, all the social media, all that kind of stuff. And so that's something that I'm really working on right now at least finding some interns or you know people for to so that we can continue to push uh the podcast forward because we do eventually want to have a scholarship Mm -hmm. um oh wow HBCU graduates so that's what I wanted to do with the advertising but all of that it will happen in 2019 we're just we're just rolling
0: you you (laughs) you I wish y'all could see (laughs) I wish y'all could see what I see (laughs) <laughs> um, I know that you will do it. I know that you can do it, and I'm just over here like, okay. I've been through. I'm going through some of those same struggles. My the first hurdle I've gotten over is the consistency. Like I've been doing my podcast. Oh, you're consistent. No, I wasn't before though. Like I've been doing this since like 2015 or
1: 16.
0: Okay. Yeah, but it was a different show name, and then we changed, and then like 2017 was like kind of bumpy. But then in 2018, we got on point because I started doing some actual research. Because I'm kind of like you. Like, I've learned about myself. I love to research something and get a way of how I want to do it before I execute. But sometimes I get so buried in the research, I find something new. I'm like, wait, I'm going to pause everything. Maybe I can do this. And I've just learned about myself. I need to just go. Like, all right, just start it. You can adjust later. So... Now that I've done that, I'm, I'm lost my train of thought. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, consistency. I had to get consistent. That has definitely helped because now that I'm consistent, I've seen my viewers grow. The type of people that are following me on Instagram has changed too. I had someone. I really hope she hits me back. I'll tell you off off uh, this interview. Who? Uh, you yeah. will.
1: I believe it. Yes.
0: Yes, please. Yes, because they gave me their email address and said, "Oh, I'll I'll be on your podcast. Send it." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, here you go." <laughs> like, I have no job I'm like, here you go <laughs> I was at work doing it <laughs> Shout out to my <laughs> boss Um, But yes, consistency, that was a big key And then I want to do some of those things like you're talking about Like I want to get more guests on And I want to expand I want to do a live show That's one of my goals for this year Is a live show that's going to be kind of tough But I- I'll figure it out I'll figure out something I can do I definitely want to do a live show How was that? How did you organize that? Give, give, me, the- give me the secrets
1: Yeah, so here... T- just like right now, fresh off the press, everybody's getting this. I do not know how the live show sounds. Like I have it right here on this um this computer on this drive. Haven't listened to it at all. Like if I could tell you guys about the end of my 2018 rolling into 2019, you would not believe it. So I, it's just been so crazy. I haven't even been able to do like half of the stuff that mm. I've been. To kind of do but so I won I don't know what it sounds like I hope it sounds great but <laughs> it went well so initially when we were uh, coming up on a one year anniversary we are like let's do a live show we got to do a live show it's just you know it has to happen and one of my friends um, GB who went to South Carolina State he uh, lives in Charlotte and he's done a bunch of um, kind of brunch events uh, based around trivia and they've been like um 90s trivia, movie trivia, all kinds of different stuff like that. And so, we went to one. It was a really good vibe. I loved it. I loved the venue, everything. Tommy loved it, she loved the venue. And so, we said, "Hey, would you, you know, mind doing the same thing for us, but, you know, with a HBCU theme?" And he was like that would be dope. And I said, "We could also, you know, do a live show." And so, that's how that came about. And so, I reached out to one of our classmates uh and your frat brothers uh barry yo um, <laughs> and of course he said yes and um then travis who is uh the founder of hbcu pride nation and he said yes as well and so they both you know are in the charlotte area and mm-hmm. it went well like it was good energy we had a good turnout you know Just everybody, it just all came together very well. However, I still don't know what it sounds like. So I'm going to listen to that. Like, that's what I'm going to do this weekend. Probably edit it and get it up because that's just terrible. But again, 2018, rolling into 2019, it was rocky.
0: (laughs) So I I will take that and I'm going to let y'all know listening, if you're out there and you're aspiring to start a podcast or business or venture out on something, one have a plan and two know that it's okay like it's not gonna go hundred percent the way that you plan you're gonna come into bumps in the road you're gonna get sick you're gonna get tired things will change you're gonna miss some cues it happens but get back on track like get back yeah. on track like one thing that i've noticed is that the more consistent that i've stayed like if i miss a week or two of a show when i come back my people are still there like at a time, I would have like 20, 30 listeners. But if I went away for a while, I would get like one or two. And then I had to spend months to work it back up. But when I stayed consistent, they kind of stayed with me. And then I held myself accountable. I have a Facebook group from My Experience Podcast. Join the Facebook group. And I post in a group. And if I'm not going to post an episode, I'll go on Instagram or I'll go in the group and be like, Hey, guys, sorry. New episode is coming on this day versus this day. Like I had a really bad headache the other night. So I couldn't record. I was a week behind. Because I didn't feel well, didn't have any show stack, so everybody's like, "Oh, you good? Get some rest, blah blah blah." When I posted the next episode, I got that love. So, yeah, that um, that live event stuff. Thank you for those tidbits. I need to I need to work on that. And it's really good that you were able to network and get people to help you out like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the HBCU community, of course, as you know, is, like, a really awesome community. Like, everybody wants to to chip in. I haven't run into anybody who has, like, flat out told me no. I've had a little people, you know, kind of, like, <laughs> dodging a little bit, but it wasn't yeah. a no shit. And, it, and, and until you tell me no, I don't take it as no. Like, I'm still on you. So... Um, the HBCU community has been very helpful. And then just like you said, um, consistency and just all of the things that go into doing a podcast, just jump out there, just do it. Like before we even started the HBCU podcast, I talked to Tommy about it Mm -hmm. and he's our co-host and, um, I think we talked about it a good year before it even popped off. And then one day I was like, I'm buying all this stuff and we're starting to record episodes. Let's do it. And we just kind of went from there. So like if anybody is out there listening and you're really trying to do your own thing, content wise, creativity wise, just do it and, and just let it evolve because everybody who started something, it all started off. Probably. They're probably ashamed of how (laughs) the early stuff went. Yeah.
0: uh, so. Yeah, so If y'all want an example of that, go to our SoundCloud page or iTunes or whatever, and go back and listen to the first episode. Whoo, Mike was trash. It was trash, but I was like, <laughs> if I don't put it out, it's never gonna come to the light. And thank you again for another tidbit. I need to delegate. I am. I'm an old man, guys, when it comes to social media. I know how to use it, but I don't. I post on Instagram 3 or 4 times a week, and I'm old, so I'll like do an inspirational video in the morning when I'm headed to work, and y'all might see me late that night or the next day. So, I need a social media person to keep us, you know, keep our presence going. I just it's just not my thing. So,
1: that's one of the things for the HPCU podcast if you're listening and you're interested. We're going to be looking for it as well. Um, all the social media stuff. But that's what I do for work now. Again, I freelance. So the HBCU podcast was my work. And now I do social media stuff and marketing stuff for the company that pays me. (laughs) And so I sometimes don't even feel like doing what it is for the HBCU podcast because I've been doing that all day. So I'm definitely going to have to get to a place to delegate because things won't see the light of day if I don't. (laughs)
0: Okay, now we're going to shift gears and get a little more personal.
1: Shifting gears. Okay.
0: So, la- <laughs> so ladies, if you're listening, fellas, if you're listening, you need to listen even harder. So, we're both kind of, because we're around the same age. I ain't going to put your age out there, because um, I don't want you to slap me. turned yes,
1: 35, in. thank you. I have no problem putting my age out hey! there.
0: Hey! I'll be 35 in December.
1: <gasps> December when, Rob? 17th. Okay, my birthday is December
0: 8th. Oh, wow. Didn't know that.
1: I knew. I felt
0: it. I <laughs> knew the <to cry. laughs> yes. Wow. Duk, small world. Okay. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> the work-life balance. What has that been like for you? Because let me tell y'all, I don't know all her decorations and accolades, but I follow her Instagram, and you're always somewhere dressed to a T looking gorgeous smiling next to someone who looks like you are a celebrity and they are glad to be next to you and not the other way around so i'm like she out here achieving working so how do you balance all of your work and success and the things that you love to do with your personal life
1: um well i mean i think that's something i'm learning to do right now because before if you've been stalking and looking and carrying on I didn't have a personal life really too balance um, aside from friends. Like I always found time for friends to hang out with them. So if that's probably who you saw saw me with then. More recently, I have a situationship. What? And, um. <laughs> so a long distance situationship. So Same. that is um. It's happening. So I don't really know how to, to balance it all. I'm really figuring that out right now. But before, like, I was in a long-distance relationship for, like, four years. Wow. And I know. And it sort of kind of worked, but not really, because then you get to the end of it and it was like, what was all this for? Ooh.
0: But wait, hold on. I got to stop you. <laughs> how long of a distance?
1: He lived in D.C. I lived in Florida.
0: What was the goal? Who was supposed to move? That talk had to come up.
1: We both were. So um I moved closer. I moved to Georgia and he didn't move. And then we were gonna move to a you know, another state and mm-hmm. it just never transpired. So that's years ago. ago. Um uh... <laughs> don't do your frat brother like that now.
0: Oh well ha 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 I don't know who that is by the way so don't text me bros <laughs> don't text me don't text me fi don't know who you're talking about um don't want to know um uh, <laughs> whoa
1: very old. very old news very old news. okay but, very uh, i'm just comparing that because i'm in another long distance relationship,
0: so so i i'm going through the same thing um i found love and we've actually known each other a very long time she actually lives in cali but okay. she's moving to the East Coast and I'm relocating too. But the beautiful thing about it is, our move isn't for each other, it's for what we're chasing in life. So
1: that's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. So it feels a lot better. It's a lot more natural and it's smooth. It's like, okay, well, things are coming together. So. But I ain't going to put all that out there because my baby, like, you know, she don't like me putting all that business out there.
1: She's low-key. Cool. She's
0: extremely low-key. <laughs> I had to get permission. Some of y'all, if you know me, know me. You've seen her. But I had to get permission. I'm like, because I don't normally do a lot of that either. But I'm like, babe, like, I see you, like, once or twice a year. But this year, we got goals. So I'm going to see her a lot. Anywho, back to you. Sorry. So you have a ship. Yeah. Is
1: this
0: distance shorter?
1: Yeah. Um, It's shorter. He lives in Atlanta, so.
0: Okay. 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 What is the most important thing you looked for in him? Because obviously, you know your life. You know your lifestyle. So there has to be.
1: Communication. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. Like, I don't need to, like, know what you're doing every hour on the hour type of thing. But I do expect to, like, speak to you every day.
0: Well, if I, was, I ain't talking to you every day. Every day. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I talk to my boo every day, hours on end. I was gonna
1: say, you don't have to be for long. Ain't nobody trying to have like, you know, two hour conversations, but you know.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's our average. I got you. Okay, so communication. And you're right. I think communication is a huge key. It's like, hey, and I think respect too, like respect for what you're doing and your grind. I think that's important too, because if people don't respect it, I think arguments and things like that can stem from it and it's like, well, you're not trying to understand where I'm coming from. So, you know, it's like they kind of make try to make you choose between what you want in life versus them.
1: Yeah. I mean, the good thing about this, uh, particular, um, situation is that we've known each other for some time too. Mm-hmm. So we're familiar with one another. And of course, if you've maybe like seven to 10 years, okay. so wow.
0: okay, that's good. And,
1: yeah. This person like knows what I am up to, what I'm doing. I know, you know, his, how ambitious he is, all that kind of stuff. So we get that. There's a mutual respect on that part. We're just trying to figure out the whole communication thing because
0: yeah. Okay. that That's definitely important. Um, if you're listening, gentlemen, <laughs> Get that communication together because there are there's a rarity when it comes to good strong women. Period. I'm not gonna make this a cultural thing right now, but a, a truly good woman. Just like there's a shortage of truly good men. Um, and this is this is definitely a good woman. Like I don't know everything about you, but I've yeah. never listen. I've never heard, and you know how small Laughlin is. <laughs> Never heard, and in my life, I've never heard anything negative about you. I've never heard anyone have to say anything bad about you. Not even a rumor, nothing, not an inkling of anything. And I was there for some extra time too. So, <laughs> so I just say that 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 goes a long way. That goes a long way. That means you stayed in your lane. You did what you needed to do. You stayed out of trouble. You know what I'm saying, and that kind of stuff. And it shows in your life and in your work. So, thank you, Rob.
1: I, you know, try to move stealth like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know about it. Okay, so okay, I, I'm not gonna keep you much longer. I just have a couple more questions.
1: Take your time. I'm here. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what advice do you have for the younger version of you? That young, ambitious lady that is listening or that young lady who may be stuck in the mud a bit that young lady who's confused or worried about love or relationships what advice do you have for them
1: and uh well career-wise if i had any advice for my younger self would be to um really pace yourself because I started out like in major roles very young Mm -hmm. and sometimes that can, can confuse you like where you're going. Like it almost sets you to a place to where you think anything that's less than that is not good enough. uh, Yes. And so that's, really what i would tell myself because this is like a really awesome job that i have now that i really like and it falls in line with what exactly i do probably something i've been hoping to have but from the jump start but i've started in like higher education i've been like a director of communications for a college before and it's like what kind of like at 20 something so if i had to So, like, any advice, I would just say pace myself. Not saying that I would not have still taken that role, but just to look at things just from a different lens. And, like, just because you get a different role or title doesn't mean that that's still not a valid uh, career and a valid step in your career. So that would be my career advice. Um, Love advice, I would say. Um, I'm quick to cut people off. Hey, hey quick and I would just kind of like stretch my patience a little bit and be a little bit more patient with some people because in the past I've been like don't like it out of here and like very quickly like I block people like we don't have conversation anymore because like when I'm done I'm done and so uh that's one of the traits that i would probably change uh (laughs) advice i would give myself like hey girl a little more patience okay
0: (laughs) wow okay you know what i think a lot of us went through that i was like that too like but i've come to learn and accept some some things about myself as a person i'm a very loving very caring very forgiving person um but i do know how to get rid of people who really aren't good for me like i understand forgiveness and stuff like that because i used to cut people off too but at the same time I've had to look back and say, Okay, well, bro, you're not perfect either. So
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So and I yeah,
1: ha- I definitely didn't think that per se, mm-hmm. but I sometimes always kind of felt like I was on always on the on the side of right. And I wasn't always and just would like cut people off. And so yeah. I'm learning growth raw.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I'm definitely in a better place, and I'm glad you are in a better place. Um, that's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else for you. I mean, you've answered all my questions. I picked your what brain.
1: What Are you serious?
0: Yes. Well, you got questions for me? Don't ask me no questions.
1: I'm gonna save all my questions for when you're on the HBCU podcast. That's what I'm gonna it, do. It, it. For it. You know, it'll be a little bit of chit chatting about this and chit chatting about that.
0: Oh, yeah, thank um, you. But, cool. um, yeah,
1: no, no real questions. I was like, uh, all nervous at first because I was like, hey, Rob and the crew, but <laughs> you know, it was Rob solo. I'm gonna have to come back when the whole gang's there or whoever. <laughs>
0: shout out to tori alex biff it's a saturday tori's super busy alex super busy biff had a wild night last night i think i need to actually call a check on her so and this is something i just kind of put together at the last minute but um yeah we'll definitely i need to have you and tommy at the same time
1: you do we will be a fun time together we have such a like a long-standing relationship so It's always fun to get the two of us together because you just never know which lane Tommy is going to go down on memory lane, like how far back. Uh-huh. Hey, 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 hey." chill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, we definitely need to have y'all back. Yeah,
1: because we've known each other for a very long time since like we've been best friends since third grade, so.
0: Oh, wow. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Do I, I have one friend from elementary school?
1: I mean at this point we're family, so True. like yeah. She's like sometimes her they are at a Christmas and one time her dad was like, Somebody missing. Um, with Tasha
0: <laughs> Oh yeah.
1: Tommy was like with her real family. <laughs> so yeah.
0: We love your time.
1: Always, always around. So yeah, you'll have to have us both back on the pod.
0: Absolutely. Tell everybody where they can find you. Plug all your stuff. Plug all your promotions. Any and everything. Do all that good stuff.
1: I'm keeping it simple these days in 2018. Um, 19. 19. Sorry. See? I haven't shifted quite yet. I was I was writing it down right places though. <laughs> now that's usually the hardest part.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it down? Nope. I've been good at that. It's just now saying it. 2019. Keeping it simple. So... um Still encouraging all of my Claflinites uh, to continue to give back to our dear old alma mater. That's always first and foremost. Rob, if you have not registered for the convention that is coming up in um, April in Charleston. so. Oh, yes. It's our 45th annual alumni convention. And then we're also, the, the school is celebrating 150 years. So oh, Claflinites, if you're listening, get on board. Come join us in Charleston. Um, Also, HBCU Podcast, we will be back in 2019. So that is something I'm working strongly on, trying to get a team together uh, so that we can get some content out to you guys. But in the meantime, enjoy all of our past, present, past, present, (laughs) past (laughs) episodes. Um at the HBCU podcast.com or just look for us on all social media, the HBCU podcast, and you'll be able to, you know, listen, we're on all podcasting platforms. So feel free to catch up.
0: Why? Thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you all for also listening. Y'all already know where to find us from my experience podcast on Facebook, FME underscore podcast on Instagram, if you have a question, topic, concern, anything you want us to discuss on the show, from my experience, podcast at gmail.com. I will have links to all of Natasha's stuff underneath the post of this episode. See, I can go stalk her. Don't stalk her. Don't stalk her. <laughs> Follow her. Learn and embrace the greatness. And we will catch y'all next time. Peace.
1: Bye.